Welcome to Severance Radio, a Nevada Reads on-air book club. I'm Heidi Kaiser. Over the course of 13 episodes, Severance Radio will dissect a single book, Severance, the satirical dystopian novel by Ling Ma. This book is a mixture of immigrant family story, corporate satire, and global health crisis. It's also the story of Candace Chen. Candace is a millennial first-generation American office drone who meanders her way into adulthood and ends up finding a world devoid of choice and feeling. During our live weekly radio broadcast, listeners heard an excerpt from the audiobook followed by discussions featuring literary luminaries, educators, and subject matter experts. For our podcast listeners, we leave out the book and cut straight to the conversation. Think of this as your own personal book club in podcast form. If you haven't read Severance yet, that's okay. These conversations are meant to serve as an accompaniment to the novel. Though, full disclosure, some of our guests, in addition to making insightful points, do indeed hint at plot spoilers. So read the book. Okay, got your book? Great. Let's get started. As readers of Severance know, there are uncanny similarities between the fictional dystopian world of Candace Chen and our 2020 reality. But why Severance? Why air an audiobook in serial form? And why over radio? Joining us to talk about the inception of Severance Radio are producers Stephanie Gibson and Kathleen Quo from Nevada Humanities and Sara Ortiz from Black Mountain Institute and The Believer. Hear from the trio that made Severance Radio possible. Enjoy. Hi, friends. It's so nice to be with you all sort of remotely and in person in a certain way. Um, my name is Stephanie Gibson. I'm the Assistant uh, Director for Nevada Humanities. I'm Kathleen Quo. I'm a Program Manager with Nevada Humanities, and it's been just such a pleasure to work on this together with Black Mountain Institute. And I'm Sara Ortiz. I am the Program and Festival Director here at Black Mountain Institute. Uh, we are headquartered under UNLV, and we are the publishers of The Believer magazine. Yeah, so Nevada Humanities, are, we're our State Humanities Council for those people who aren't aware. Um, we've been running sort of this one book, one state program for a number of years now, and we try to choose a nonfiction book and a fiction book each year. To, uh, to think about, to read, to talk about throughout the calendar year. The selection for these t- books um, took place in 2019, in fall of 2019. Uh, we bring together academics, writers, authors, poets from around the state and our, and our booksellers to, to think through the theme of Nevada Reads each year and to help select books. And so, again, it's just like amazing that we've, we chose Lingma Severance and, you know, her book was was highly regarded. Um, but the fact that there was this uh, theme of a global pandemic embedded in this story, you know, before we even knew it. One of the things that that Stephanie was asking, she was asking really great questions, like, how are we still going to um, make the statewide read a success uh, when the author can't come out here, when we are limited to the public programs that we can offer throughout the state and the different ways that we can connect with community? And through ideas, just balancing some ideas back and forth, I was like, well, what about radio? Um, What if we aired her book? 
um, in serial form, like on like just a weekly radio program. And the reason why re- radio was really interesting to me was because we were in a time when libraries and bookstores were less accessible than ever. And I thought, what would be like a wonderful way to make this book accessible to people without them having to have like that contact of like, you know, either checking out a book or buying a book and or like, you know, it was also really early in the pandemic where people were like disinfecting mail and just like letting their mail sit out for like 24 hours. And it's, so we were just trying to think of a way to still bring literature out into the community, um, but also in a really accessible way. I, well, we glommed onto that idea and loved it so much because um, it just felt, you know, ironically for sort of an old fashioned medium, it just felt felt really fresh and really accessible. And you're reminding me of almost like a bygone era when you're talking about disinfecting mail. And it's just amazing how time um, evolves in this in this moment of a pandemic that um, things change so rapidly and our perception of things change so rapidly. And I think we were attracted to radio because, um, you know, we couldn't be together, but it still required this connection and it still asked people to show up for something um, in a really kind of comforting way that uh, we were attracted to and we were really happy to to work with public radio stations around the state to, to make this happen. I didn't start my job at Nevada Humanities until April 1st. So right in the middle of a pandemic, I've been working remotely from home this entire time. And so I was just glad to, to be able to meet new people, first of all, but also find a sense of connection, not just through the radio, but also through a book club, which is essentially you know, what we're calling it. But it's what it is. We're, we're reading and listening along to Ling Ma every week. We're sort of listening to these guest speakers and having these wheels spin in our head. And, you know, I don't think I've dissected a book in this much depth since <laughs> fourth or fifth grade when we did uh, junior great books. You guys, did you guys have that junior great books? And so it's just been really lovely to have a book um, and the radio, these sort of analog quantities being the things that connect us during this time. Um, I've just really loved this experience of being able to you know, produce this from the other side. And it honestly makes me want to start my own book club now after being inspired by our speakers week after week. One of the things that I think is kind of cool about what we're doing is, is that it's one giant timestamp of 2020 and this COVID age. And also we're, we're seeing uprisings and movements and and you know, how will that age, you know, people always talk about literature being classic and timeless. And well, I think there are some problems with that, which is not a conversation for today. There's something very interesting about this program that we're doing, you know, even in the conversations that we've recorded with some of our guests, you know, they're checking in with each other, like, how has the pandemic been treating you? Like, hey, how are you doing? You know, kind of like that, that check in that we will end up hearing in some of the conversations and people reference this the space and time that we're in right now and like how will that age how will that become this useful piece of archival information i'm i'm really interested to see how what happens next yeah no i definitely had to put down severance several times because 
it was just all too real. Not not just because of the pandemic that's happening now, but actually, you know, in between a thread of, um, you know, office life and dealing with Shen fever, there's also this very important thread of family and being a first generation immigrant American in the United States. And I just related so much to to Candace's backstory, um, you know, just reading about her linguistic and her cultural barriers and her struggles when interacting with her, her family members and um, going abroad to China, like all of those things just really resonated with me as a Taiwanese American. Uh, I've experienced all of that. And I was just thinking, you know, this, <laughs> this could have been me. Um, you know, I saw my story reflected in Candace, and then it just so happened that there was a pandemic happening at the same time. We have this like bevy of humanists and um, scholars and writers. And what are you most uh, excited about hearing? So at this point, we've probably recorded about half of these 14 episodes. We're about eight through 14. And you know, I just love all of the, the different themes that we're seeing. I, I really love uh, Karen Goose and Jean Munson's episodes. So both of them are sort of in my same demographic. They're both m- millennial Asian American women. Uh, they've worked in malls. They've worked in the publishing or arts industry. Um, and just hearing their conversation, it was just so real. <laughs> and I and I just love that. I love that with this book club. You know, it's not just these like hoity-toity or ivory tower academics speaking, but it's also, but it's. It's just real people who are dissecting these themes together and finding that connection, uh, these different points of access into this novel. The uh, the one conversation that I still think about that I found to be truly profound and just mind bending was when Erica Vitalazar, who is a professor at the College of Southern Nevada, she's she's also a writer and an editor. But in her very calm, like Southern cadence, she she draws these comparisons between a Prince lyric and a quote from French West Indian political philosopher France Fanon. And it's about decolonization. And I was like, how did she do that? I agree. I think thinking about literature, not coming from a literary background myself, from like an artistic standpoint or from a political standpoint, is what has made this whole program really meaningful uh, for me and for us as a humanities organization. We see all of these uh, disciplines like falling under this umbrella of the humanities. And so it's just been such a Uh, an appropriate and wonderful way to unpack one single novel in such a multitude of ways. Um, I too am really excited to hear Kristen and Scott talking about how we can possibly find humor in a time of crisis like this. And I'm sure it's going to be really fabulous. It's so good. It's (laughs) (laughs) it really has been a true joy to do this in partnership with so many people. It takes a whole, not just one town, but two towns. We have, of course, Phil, our audio engineer is up in Reno and we love them. They are the best. They make us sound so good. Uh, we have uh, Lily Allen and Layla Muhammad and Mir Arif, who uh, are a part of the BMI Believer family. Heidi Kaiser is our fantastic host. We got so incredibly lucky to have her walk us just she kind of takes the listener's hand and walks us through the entire 14 episodes and then I really want to thank the 20 plus people who have 
been special guests throughout this all over the state, artists, educators, experts in the medical industry. It really has taken on this huge collaborative effort. And we are the people who get to connect all the pieces of the web together to just make it this really exciting project, which I hope listeners will enjoy. Next time on Severance Radio, we'll hear from Catherine Fusco and Stephen Pasqualina, two scholars of English literature, as they investigate one of the most unsettling signs of the apocalypse in popular culture, the rise of the undead. Severance is a 2020 Nevada Reads book selection. Nevada Reads is a statewide book club that invites readers from across the Silver State to come together and share in the love of reading. Severance Radio, a Nevada Reads Book Club, is produced by the Beverly Rogers, Carol C. Harder, Black Mountain Institute, and Nevada Humanities. Support from the Nevada Center for the Book, the Institute of Museum and Library Services, the Nevada State Library, and the National Endowment for the Humanities. Our engineer is Phil Corbett. Our writer is Sara Ortiz. Production by Lily Allen, Mir Arif, Stephanie Gibson, Kathleen Kuo, and Layla Muhammad. And I'm your host, Heidi Kaiser. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.